Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 52 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And, uh, man, you know, I made two things happen to me today. Well, one kind of happened yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. One, I took an anti-anxiety uh, pill because I'm working on some anxiety issues that I got. Uh, and two, um, I'm going to try to limit my Facebook consumption. But why would you cut out Facebook? That's where all your best rage comes from. Well, that's the why. I don't mean it in the way that people are like, I'm doing a Facebook fast. I'm like, I don't... <laughs> I hate like that. You're cutting I just, out calories. Yeah, I just, I'm gonna cut out Facebook from my life. I'm like, no, it's not, I'm not gonna tr- cut out Facebook or any of that stuff. Um, I just don't. I feel like a lot of my feed right now. I'm like an anger addict, and I feel like that's what they want. They want my anger and my rage. And I find oh, myself... I just realized it is like a diet because you're cutting back on your feed. Get it? Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But I swear to God, I'm not gonna be one of those people that are like, hey guys, a lot of negativity, so I'm gonna go on a Facebook fast. But here's my phone number, email, Instagram ID, Twitter, uh, and Skype number in case you want to contact me. And don't worry, I'll be posting all my meals as updates from here on out. Or is that yeah. Instagram? Uh, people do it on all, but yeah, Instagram's mostly yeah. where people are like, Hey, look at this disgusting half-eaten burrito I had. It was real good. Hashtag chilies. And I'm like, no one wants to see your shit chilies food, especially after you started eating it. While I usually don't care about that type of stuff, I saw one person explaining, like, the art of, like, the dinner selfie, and I became fascinated with how they would, like, frame it, and they're like, and over here, there's, like, a bald guy, so you want to, like, aim your camera away from him. You don't want that in the shot, and then the light is now reflecting Mm -hmm. off of you, and that shows that you're alone. You don't want to do that. You want to make this look like you're with someone, so make sure your reflection's not there, and there's, there's, like, all this stuff you can do to, like, really frame it so that it looks like you're popular, you're... Yeah. Happy to be eating this meal. Well, that's why there are there a there's a whole there's a whole like, industry so, for like photographing beca- food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Whenever like, you get it's... to that, that's crazy. Like they use um, hairspray instead, not hairspray, um, like shaving cream instead of ice cream, and a lot of those. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... But I'm talking about the people that just they don't know all that. They just go, "Hey, I took a picture. We're having some. We're having some delicious hot wings here at Buffalo Wild Wings." And watching the game, and then it's just like oh, you're I just looking had buffalo at, wings in so long, and now I want them. You're just looking you at shitty, it. shitty low-res pictures of half-eaten buffalo wings, and I go, "This is does not make me hungry. This makes me feel sorry for you." There was a time in my life, a wonderful time, where wings, hot wings, was basically all I ate. I would just eat like a giant plate of them. I'd eat, I'd stuff myself so much that I wouldn't need to eat again until the next day. My next giant plate of hot wings. I used to do that. There were these hot wings I got from a gas station near my house. And what was very special about these were these these were the only hot wings I ever got uh, from a gas station. They come in like little, um, uh, what do you call it, cardboard boxes? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the weird thing. Oh, yeah. They weren't wrapped in a... I love those. I used to get those too. They weren't in a plastic bag like your normal, like, buying wings at a a gas station. They were just thrown loose into a cardboard box. Yeah, yeah. I used to buy those like that from uh, the gas station right down the street from me. Yeah. I'd also buy pizza from there when I still ate pizza. And I just, I was just like, this can't be healthy. Well, I'm 22. What am I worried about? Smoke another cigarette. Yeah, whenever you're 22, you can do all kinds of things to yourself. Just like drink all day, like stuff yourself full of gas station foods, and still like be ready to jump up at 5 a.m. and do it again. Yep. The good oh, life. Yeah, it's 5 a.m. Time for the hard liquor. 
But uh, yeah, but I decided that I'm too, I'm too like, I'm too outraged. I'm too angry. Like the big thing that's going on right now is this video of these fucking these shitty kids from what was it Covington, Kentucky, like a Catholic high school. God, that was this week, wasn't it? They're at this march, and there was a video where like this Native American guy was playing uh, some peace drums and. You know, they're, of course, doing what teenagers do, which is being absolute jackasses and, like, mocking him. So uh, people tried to spin it by showing, like, uh, like a minute of the video where a kid's, like, a foot from the guy's face just staring at him, smiling. Yeah. Now, you could mistake this kid as, be, as this being a happy smile, but it's really not if you know facial expressions. It's clearly, like, this grin of mockery, this, I'm better than you kind of look right but at the same time at the same time what this video doesn't show the one minute version of it that a lot of conservatives posted was um everyone taunting him and saying out loud like really shitty things to him yeah yeah they actually did mock him for a long time before this minute a bunch of them a bunch of them did the like very overtly jackasses and racist a lot of them were doing the atlanta brave like uh chop you know like the Oh, like basically, like completely yeah, mocking is, Native American culture. It was say what you will. Which I didn't realize growing up, but that's extraordinarily awful. Like, yeah, yeah. I, Imagine. I, I mean, when I was, God, probably not their age because I didn't watch sports at that age. But when I was much younger and still watch, uh, was it baseball, football? I don't remember what the Atlanta Braves were. They're baseball. Baseball and would watch baseball. Yeah. I'd, do that along with the TV and everyone else in the room because that's what they were doing and it was just like a fun thing. But then, you know, I grew up and I learned better. So imagine if they took, so just think about it, like imagine if they took, years in the future, aliens come down and then they appropriate white culture for a fucking baseball team and then like the whole thing is like, hey, let's do the white people masturbatory move and everyone's just like, yeah, because this is what white people did. Like you'd be like, well, they are well, taking white people my do get get drunk and fat and punch each other. They are taking my culture, and I do not like it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but the whole point of the story was, and then there was the black Israelites who are fucking crazy. Um, were on the other side, and they're no fun either because they're nuts. They've been so... labeled a black supremacist hate group. But either way, both both of them were shitty. The Native American guy was the only dude that was just kind of like trying to be like, hey, I'll sing my native songs and maybe calm people down. Um, and he kept it, he kept doing his thing, right? Like he was not gonna yeah. let them deter him, and it blew they, uh, up. I but, think that whenever people talked to him about it, his response was, um, "I wish that they had this kind of energy for something positive." That yeah, would be my hope. Yeah, and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I don't I I don't know where their chaperones are, but what I saw was a bunch of teenagers acting like shitty teenagers, and teenagers yeah. will do that if no one calls them on their bullshit. So if yeah. you're chaperoning a bunch of teenagers and they surround somebody and start mocking him, if as the chaperone, you or the authority figure, you don't walk over and go, hey, knock it off, then they think that's okay because they respond to whoever the authority figure is. So, like, it's shitty kids being shitty and shitty chaperones not paying attention to their kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll put just a little bit on the kids because they're almost old enough that they should know better. But at the same time, if they're dumb if they teenagers. had the, yeah, like they have, they're dumb teenagers, and if they own MAGA hats, their parents probably aren't the most racially yeah, sensitive that's of individuals. The, other thing too. the MAGA hat is the new clan hood, and so you can't be surprised yeah. when you walk into a rally in D.C. wearing a clan hood if people go, "Hey, you're a piece of shit." Yeah, yeah. The, 
the mega hat's 100% like the the clan hood or the confederate flag of the um 2018 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it so maybe it's completely you could, associated you could, with that these days. Yeah, you could even call it the new the new Nazi symbol. It'd be like if you marched yeah. into that march with a bunch of Nazi armbands. Same thing, and uh, then try uh, to. Th- this is my good luck swastika. I like to wear it when it's rainy out. And then and then try to try to play the victim. What was also interesting was like I didn't watch the interview with the kid because I don't care what a snot nosed brat has to say. Yeah, I didn't listen to him. Either. But apparently they hired a PR firm and all this other <laughs> stuff, and it's just like yeah, like the school got a lot of heat for that. Is I mean I don't. I don't know if they rightfully should have, but they certainly should. Something needs to Good. be done to let yeah. make sure everyone knows that this type of behavior is not all right. I don't think this kid should suffer for what he did. I think this is a lesson for everyone to well, learn. Well, we all know the problem is every time I, anything... I think, I think that if he's like uh, 18 or, God forbid, 21 and still doing this, then yeah, he should take like the full brunt of um, the consequences for his actions. Well, the, pro- the problem is, remember, like... But when he's still like 15 or whatever, yeah. maybe like let it slide with a few weeks of being grounded. Remember the issue is so he is responsible. It's just it's it's more important that the greater society learn that this shit is not acceptable. Right, but the other part of this is, and I'm not taking his side, but so he, you know, like and well, those I other mean, kids. I, I mean, I blame him, his parents. I don't yeah. blame him. Well, him and those other kids victimized him. somebody else, right? They were bullying another person and being racist. Yes. But these kids in this school are now also victims of what happens anytime anything goes viral on the internet is people get a thousand oh, yeah. phone calls going, I hope your mother gets raped. And that's also not okay. You know? Yes. Even that's... if you're even if you're a shitty teenager, people shouldn't be calling your house going, I'm going to fucking gut you. Like, that's also not the appropriate response. Like... And that happens every time. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it's like we're always saying, like, the scary part is it's not like everyone who's uh, anti-Trump is a good guy. It's not like everyone who is on the left is a good person. A lot of them are only coincidentally believing the things that they're believing. Like, there's just as many dumbasses on the left as on the right, except the left happens to be right right now, so it masks how dumb they are. I do think... You can see it when things like this happen, and then they call the school... And with death threats. Let's like, go for Those a, are the dumbasses that are coincidentally on the right side right let's now. Let's go for and a, then they let's, act out. Let's go revealing. for a Pete. Let's go for a a a, a, a Van Pelt prediction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I predict, and I'll give it a good leeway. That in twenty years, within twenty years, maybe less, we will see the other version of the MAGA hat. That that's scary. I but think, it could happen. Yeah, I think we're going to see a post-Trump can't disagree with us inflammatory uh mega hat uh for the for the other the other extreme because remember you just bounce from one extreme to another so when people are done with this extreme they'll bounce to another side um yeah so within 20 years or less i think we'll see uh we'll see it we'll see the mega hat and then we'll see the other version of the mega hat which is also going to be scary yeah, and that's going to be a lot harder to fight against because everyone will have in living memory this horrible monster, and they'll automatically right. say, "What well, you you for Trump then? You don't like my whatever the new MAGA hat is? You don't like that? And you're for Trump? You're a conservative? Yeah. And you're then we'll end up guy. then we'll end up like, huddling. We'll end up at the end huddling in caves with libertarians uh, who were too 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 stiff-necked and ideological for their own good for any of this to ever work for them. They're all like, ah, Peter, you know, we uh, came up with uh, 4.5% of the total votes in the last presidential election. So Shut up. You know you're here because your system was just as unworkable as mine. Okay, I'll light my stick on fire and use it to ward the darkness away one more night. 
Um, but yeah, so that that happened, and so what made me mad, and this is what made me want to pull away from like the daily hate, was it was just like I found myself hating these kids who like were just jackasses. They're just they're piece of shit kids, and like I think that uh, uh, I think that honestly, all teenagers are pieces of shit. It's not their fault, but they need guidance and they need to grow. You know, it's like it's like um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker said their their working theory of children is not that they're perfect little angels that society corrupts, but rather people are all, you know, kids are little monsters that maybe if they're lucky, society will whip into functional adults right. by the time they're 18. Yeah. Um, through those and experiences, that's, that's sort of yeah. always been my experience with children, too. Believe me, I grew up around children. Yeah, believe me, I, I was I, one for a very long time. I, I know, or, or as our president say, like, no one knows children like me, okay? I am the biggest child. <laughs> the best, he really is. The best child. And, uh, no, no one knows and, babies like me. I have and, a baby. And Mama Pelosi had to spank him this week. Um, she but, really did, like, whoop his ass this week, because he had two major crushing failures. Oh, my God. Let's so, uh, let, let's so, just say what the first one is—the one that no one cares about anymore because this is like you know, no, three I, days ago news. I loved it. Um, so they took away they took away his State of the Union address. Yep. And that it is was, like the president's huge benchmark where they get to but talk. But I was going to talk on the camera. Not fair. Sad. And you know, you know Jobs. that like the thing he cares about more than anything else is being on camera. There's people hearing him. And he and he was told. I get out of the attention, okay? It's mine. He was told uh, by an older woman who's already rebuked him that I dare say is equal in power to him uh, that he is not uh, basically invited to uh, to do the State of the Union until he reopens the government. Oh, uh, I mean, co-equal branches of government. Yes. Yeah. To which he responded that he was going to cancel her top secret trip to Afghanistan, and then everyone's like, "Well, put her in danger." I, by the yeah, way, yeah, I guess it's not top secret anyway, so it's um, not top secret anymore. So, and no, but, she couldn't have flown commercial because yeah. she's third, or she's second in line to the president. So, no, like that's fucking dangerous. You can't let people know you're coming if you're going to a war zone and you're that close well, to the presidency. Also, uh, like I looked into it too, and it wasn't just formality. Like he legally cannot go do a speech there like they can right. have the sergeant at arms remove him physically from the room like he can't go there's no like we'll just do it nope you are not allowed by and law and what's fun i learned about this recently is that he couldn't have just gone and done it in the senate either because the senate cannot be used for anything that's not senate work like, ah! <laughs> that's it. Like it's they they created that law a long time ago because people kept trying to use it as like a playroom and um, like a lecture hall and all kinds of other stuff. And they're like, no, 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 this is ridiculous. So they just illegalized everything that's not Senate work. That's great. You know, uh... and it, it would take a shitload of like you know acts of Congress and bills and changing the long written rules in order to allow him to and do a stupid and speech. You, and, and McConnell's and, yeah, not going to. And do you can't that. do any of that because the government shut down. You fucking idiot. There's that too. Um, yep. Yeah, so yeah, so Pelosi took away his getting to talk on camera, and you know, like there's so many times I wanted to be a fly on the wall, but I would yeah. have loved to have been a fly on the wall when he when he read. Well, he doesn't read, but when someone brought him the colored pictures of <laughs> Pelosi telling him he couldn't do the State of the Union speech, I just yep. want to see that. I want to see what that looks like. Does he throw stuff? Does I, he s- I've I have heard I've heard insider accounts that he does get angry. He does throw stuff. 
does he simmer in anger? You know what I mean? Does he say like things like, I want her dead, I want her family dead, I want her house burned to the ground, I want to go over there in the night and piss in the ashes? Now, that I'm not so sure of. Like, I just wonder but did how you hear far about that goes. new uh, Pit of Vipers book that just came out recently, speaking of his uh, secret behavior? Uh, no. Who wrote the Pit of Vipers? Ah, just one of his, um, one of the people that used to work at the White House. I didn't remember the name of it. There's this so is a new book. Yeah, there's so many, like, tell-all books. This one had a very fun example of Paul Ryan sitting down with Trump and explaining to him how, how health care worked, right? Yeah. And it was just, like, a few minutes into uh, Paul Ryan explaining it to him when Trump just gets bored, rolls his eyes, gets up and walks out of the room while Paul Ryan is still talking, and then the staffers can hear him in the next room turning on the TV. While Paul Ryan is still talking, because that's the kind of cuck he is. And then my favorite part is that Mike Pence got up, left the room, and fetched him. He had to go and wrangle Trump, turn off the TV, and walk him back into the room for Paul Ryan to continue talking to him. As it was a human, wonderful. As a human being who's like Speaker of the House or whatever, I don't care. Look, I don't give a shit if you're the fucking president. I don't care if you're fucking Thanos. <laughs> like we're in the government together motherfucker if i'm like this is how healthcare works and you get up and walk away i'm gonna be like did you just get up and fucking walk away you walking piece of shit walk your ass back in here before <laughs> i come in there and i drag you by your stupid fucking hair get yeah. in here like i would i you know because i know that like you know like the white house tvs and shit you can just replace all that yeah I would have just gone over and put my fucking foot through the TV and gone, do I have your attention now, motherfucker? Wonderful. Because like, <laughs> you will get a new yeah. TV. Who gives a shit? But like, or turn it off and just snap the remote in half and go, you fucking listening? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now, orange bastard? Ah, yeah. yes, it's wonderful. So this is the guy who was told this week that he's not allowed to go on TV. And that's... And first of all, he said, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Two days later, never mind. I've decided on my own, not because she told me to, that I'm not going to be having the State of the Union until the government's reopened. Yeah. Um, and then we get to, like, super early this morning, and the most wonderful time of the year begins. Should we go into uh, Mueller Fridays, or? Yeah, let's do, well, uh, let's, what was the other thing Pelosi did? So we said there were two things Pelosi did. Well, the other thing, like, just made his already shitty day today so much worse. So I was going to cover that first. But you know what? Let's just do the other Pelosi thing. Was yeah. Pelosi's other big win today was uh, Trump finally just went to the Rose Garden. And when I heard he was going to the Rose Garden, I thought he was going to distract from the Roger Stones thing mm. by finally declaring a national emergency, which would never work, but whatever. Well, yeah, I don't think... That, he keeps threatening that, but I really highly doubt that that's going to work out for him. He's still threatening to do that in, like, another three weeks, by the way. But if... Um, you know that, the guy... It, it, can't, it can't work, because America has a long history of being quite touchy about having a land seized, well, also, which he would have to do to build yeah, a wall across the build, whole border. Yeah, to, to, see, to, to, to call a national emergency, build the wall, seize the funds... Then the big thing he has to do is he has to seize all of this land on the border that is private property from yep. Americans, and like no one, no one's gonna say, yeah, you can just seize all this by eminent domain. It's thousands of acres of people's ranch land. Um, mm -hmm. There's no fucking way. In that addition brings to them just shutting shutting this the fuck down in the court immediately. 
So yeah, Trump finally approached his uh, little podium in the uh, the Rose Garden, and according to eyewitness accounts, it was um, his teleprompter only had like a few words of instructions on it, so it was mostly just him ad libbing. But the TLDR is the government's reopen. He yeah. he did it. He broke. He buckled, and that's two to zero Nancy Pelosi. So on the bright side, that means that uh, next Tuesday he does get a State of the Union, but that also means he had to give up it. He admitted that Pelosi won and he would not be doing a State of the Union, so he buckled there, and then he buckled on the wall two days later, and that is just wonderful. That puts her two and zero against Trump. Well, this Good job, President Pelosi. And she also, just to rub salt in the wound, when um, a reporter asked him, so, you know, will there be anything about the wall in the deal, in the final budget, now that um, they're just going to be passing your budget? And she uh, points into her office to say, so about his wall, you see the um, those potted flowers I have in there. He's welcome to take those if he wants and plant them on the border, and he can call that his wall if you'd like. Which is such a great little, like, uh, uh, little fucking, just like you do to a kid, where you would just be like... It's, it, it, it's sweet old lady for, oh, go fuck yourself in your wall, too, and the wall you wrote in on. Yeah, but you can, maybe you'll have a wall of flowers, and that will, you know, <laughs> just like, there's no one I wanted, I wanted bulldozers and fucking, mm, fear. Um, I'm trying yeah. to find the congressman speech uh, to Ted Cruz about the wall. Uh, oh, this is this is even better because I saw this trending this week. You know, someone calls Ted Cruz on his crocodile tears, but I didn't actually watch the video, so I'm like, I don't want to see Ted Cruz talk. I might accidentally, you know, hear his voice. Oh, Ted no, Cruz. No, 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 you don't. You don't have to worry about Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz talks for like two minutes. If uh, anyone's unaware, Ted Cruz is the uh, blobfish that was somehow elected to uh, the Senate, and just recently he grew a beard so he'd look less like a blobfish. Yeah, but now he looks like a terrorist. Um, like uh, like he's... a literal like Al Qaeda was dragged out of like a hole in the desert terrorist, and was told you're now in charge of Texas, and he's like what? Yeah. Um, so Senator Michael Bennett, he's a Democrat of Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. he fucking tears into Ted Cruz during this speech. It's it was it was beautiful. It's the kind of anger that I've been wanting to see from fucking Democrats for a long time. Because he's, he's talking about, like, Ted Cruz, uh, he said, the senator from Texas shut down the government in 2013. My state was flooded. It was underwater. People were killed. Uh, and because the senator from Texas, this government was shut down for politics. Um, and then he just goes on about, like, he calls it a medieval wall. They talk about a bill that they had, they were trying to pass in 2013 that gave $46 billion for border security. He said it would have hired enough border agents that they could have almost held hands across the border. But he says it was shot down by the Republican House because, of course, you know they sh- they their only thing was to shoot down anything. Um, uh, and yeah. just oh, it was such a. If you get a chance to watch it, like I said, it's um, Senator Senator Michael Bennett uh, speech, and it is just great. It's probably like it's like a five minute fucking speech. Would talks you about work how, that job? Huh? Would you work that job holding hands across the border? How much am I getting paid? How long do I have to hold hands? I, well, that's your job, so eight hours every day. Am I border security? <laughs> yeah, yeah, border security, holding hands across the wall. Well, I would, never, I would never take that job because at my heart I don't believe in border security. Well, I mean, as soon as they, as soon as Red Rover, Red Rover, send the next family over comes, you could just, like, part and let them go by. Um, 
I, I don't. You're, I you're think... allowed to talk to all the people around you and like talk them into letting anyone through. Uh, I just say that. Uh, <clears throat> what do you call it? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, walls are for cowards. Uh, That's what it. I've always said about guns too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Open the fucking borders. Open borders, man. Uh, get everybody a Pan American visa. You know what I mean? Like, and fucking just let people go where they want. Like, you know. Why not? If you're worried wow. about crime, then if you open the borders and give everybody a Pan-American visa, then maybe you can focus on crime, you know? Yar. Like, you can keep your national sovereignty. Mexico can be Mexico. The United States can be the United States. It'll strengthen our extradition treaties, and it'll probably also really help out with law enforcement. Uh, because if criminals can move freely across the border, so can the police and the military. Uh, and I guarantee that that would probably help settle things in Mexico and even down on into Central America. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, but yeah, no, so I would not take Man. a job holding hands across the border. <laughs> I was just picturing like the also, uh, logistics of having to stand in the sun all day holding remember, hands with two strangers. I remember too, by the way, guys, we do understand this podcast. We are armchair policymakers. And uh, everything we do is theoretical, logistical, uh, and there are things that change, and there are certain things you need at borders, and this, that, and the other. But what we are saying, though, is even our theoretical, untested bullshit has got to be better than what they're doing right now. Yeah. You know? Speaking of uh, armchair legislation and uh, the bullshit that they're doing right now, so uh, Turtle Tywin Lannister also had his win today. Is it a win, though? Because I, I don't know. He's been hiding. Like, that's never a good thing when you have to hide. Yeah, I mean, he's pulled himself into a shell for quite a while because this is one of the more embarrassing things that's ever happened to him since uh, John McCain cucked him in front of the world. Yeah, you know you have to hate being the Senate Majority Leader, bringing a he's... bill to the floor and watching it be crushed last minute after the president said he would sign it. Yeah, so Mitch McConnell the kingmaker in Washington, something that's from the ancient medieval times that somehow fell into this world. This guy has absolutely watched Trump burn the last of his political uh, draw right in front of him. All of his political capital is spent. McConnell is so fucking over him because this shutdown has badly hurt the Republicans a hell of a lot more than it's hurt the Democrats politically right yeah. this is so because uh, mcconnell will not be fucked with he has he finally last night went behind trump's back went straight to mike pence and said you do something about this shutdown right now or i will and so pence basically twisted trump's arm and made him concede you, today that's why you, the shutdown finally ended how do you think pence and got mcconnell in, in... will not let it shut down again in three weeks so you don't have to worry yeah. about there being a shutdown part two does trump listen to pence i we don't know anything about pence he's been very good at staying out of the limelight he's basically been doing like mcconnell right he's pulled himself into his own little shell and they're just trying to stay away not get their names muddied by this because I think maybe maybe um, Pence is trying the, to be the next lame duck president. He yeah, I mean he's gonna be the next president when Trump's removed. That's almost guaranteed. I mean, but I've been saying that since Trump went on national TV and said that he fired Comey for quote that Russia thing, right? Yeah. That's, well, there's a I was like, there's oh, an article. Well, that, I guess article. Mike Pence is gonna be number uh, thirty six then. There was a there was an article in the um. I mean forty six. In the Atlantic that. Uh, 
basically, so, you know, Mueller's looking for crimes, but the, uh, for some reason, you know, the, the, they seem to think that if they just wait long enough that Mueller will remove um, Trump because having to do it the other way is painful and, like, it's a really fucking annoying thing to have to remove a president via impeachment. But no, they, they have he, to... They they have to impeach him. Like Mueller's never going to remove him. He's only going to hand over his findings. Yeah. No, but my point is like trying to wait till Mueller has like you know irrefutable video evidence of fucking um, you know like Trump sawing off yeah the PP tape and Trump sawing off the head of an adolescent child while the parents scream in horror while yelling my name is Donald Trump this is my ID my social security number is da 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 I committed these crimes of my own volition I am a sound mind and body mind and body as I say this yeah Yeah, so like waiting you don't need that to impeach him yeah and you don't have to have that they're just like hoping someone else will take it take it away from them um they need to fucking just move ahead with impeachment. Take the bull by the horns. Do the unpleasant thing. Impeach him. He's completely unfit to uh, be in office. Anybody can make that case, and all they have to do is vote on it, and his ass is out. And they can get the votes. They have the support. like, But they just don't seem to want to do it because either A, the key players are compromised by the Russians, or B, it's an unpleasant thing that they would rather not have to drink until they have no other choice. Uh, well, I mean, they are moving ahead with some investigations. I just really wish they'd focus more on impeaching him. But I mean, I think they are trying to wait like a month or so longer because it's really looking like he's about to wrap things up. I had been saying February, but now I'm saying March. I think in March yeah. the final Mueller report's going to drop because they're giving us about 60 days of major indictments in the pipeline, right? So we're going to yeah. get nonstop entertainment for a while. But in the meantime, the Dems are doing other stuff. Like, right now, they're really... Oh, I heard that they were going to start looking at uh, Trump's use of security clearance, which I thought was dumb until I read more about it. Then I was like, oh, okay, I got you. This is going to be them dismantling Jared Kushner and, like, 60 other people. Yeah. It's insane. No, 30 others. 30 other people. It's insane. Uh, Here, uh... From the article, Kushner was one of at least 30 cases in which Klein overruled uh, career security experts and approved a top secret clearance for incoming Trump officials despite uh, unfavorable information. Yeah. It's uh, Jared Kushner's application for a top secret security clearance was rejected by two career White House security specialists after an FBI background check uh, rejected him. Right. There was all like, no, don't. This guy has uh, potential foreign influences. Don't give him security clearance. Yeah. And then Carl Klein, who uh, Trump just um, installed as director of uh, security, just started overriding him and 30 other people and gave them all security clearance. And now all these red flags are going to be investigated by the Democrats. And this should have been done by the Republicans. But of course, the Republicans are the party of Putin. So why would they attack Putin's puppet? Um, and the other, there's the other thing too, is I'm waiting for them to start going after him fiscally and I want them subpoena his fucking tax returns already. I don't know why they haven't started on that I want that. Even if that's a nothing, I just want him to have to turn over his fucking tax returns. It's because he's such a bitch about it. Like he talks so much shit and then like, yeah, I just want those out in the open. Like I want those more than fucking Joe Arpaio wants Obama's birth certificate, you know? (laughs) 
Oh man, there's a uh, several things I want to run through very quickly because this is less relevant stuff because the government's reopened. Yeah. But right before it did reopen, uh, first of all, Trump went on TV. So he said this was going to be like a big announcement, and then all it was was him saying, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. I will give you the DACA program for three years in exchange for my war. No, 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 no. He wasn't. So so the deal he was going to make, he wasn't even going to give full DACA recipients uh, protection. He was going to temporarily extend for yeah, DACA, which, so he was giving them he's, nothing. He's the one that took DACA away, but he's yeah. like, well, I'll give you back this thing I took away for a little while. This way, I get to have the hostages, and I get to have the money. So he's like a really dumb kidnapper. You know, a kidnapper's like, give me the money, and I'll give you the hostage. He's right. the kind of kidnapper that goes, give me the money, and I'm going to take the hostage with me. And they're yeah. like, wait, no, then why would we give you the money? Okay, <laughs> I tell you what, you can look at the hostage, but then give me the money, and I'm taking the hostage. They're like, yeah. how is that any bet? No, we don't want that deal either. Yeah. I remember the uh, the Trump effect we talked about last time, how they said you can't let Trump get his hands on the money or he'll just take it and leave? Yeah. Well, with this, DACA isn't written into the budget. So basically, they would have to give him his wall first and then trust him to hold up his end of the bargain. Which everyone knows he won't. That's He's a fucking yeah, liar. He and he'll right, just take it back later. He definitely yeah. won't do it. No, just because so, he just yeah, cancels that's... things left and right. So, like, he was. So, they tried to argue that they, they've argued several things. They first go, oh, Trump's trying to make a good faith deal. Like, no, he's not. And then they keep trying. They, they came back and they go, well, the Democrats. Yeah, the, the good faith deal is, all, is from them, right? They're the ones that have to show good faith, not him. He's not. He's not saying, look, I'll go ahead and re-up DACA now, and maybe you can give me my wall later. That would be yeah. a good faith deal. Like, if he right. just did it. Or offer them something concrete. You know what I mean? Uh, but like he doesn't right. because that's like remember his whole art of the deal thing is that someone has to win and someone has to get screwed so he right. can't make a deal in which things are beneficial he has to screw the other person to the utmost yep like they would have to give him his wall money give up their children and also like watch the DACA recipients be executed in front of them that would be a Trump win you know what I mean everything yep. for him has to be like a Carthaginian defeat for the other person <laughs> Yep. Like, they have to all be murdered, and then their homes raised into the ground, and then, like, the ground salted so nothing will ever grow there again. Um, like, that's, when, that's when someone decided to bring a bill up before the... Um, now, this is never going to make it all the way through, because Trump would have to sign it, but the bill's called the uh, Stop Stupidity Act, and it was just funny to see that trend for a bit. It's yeah. um, stupidity is an acronym for shutdowns transferring unnecessary pain and inflicting damage in the coming years. So the Stop Stupidity Act is one which says if a um, if a budget can't be agreed upon, they'll automatically re-up the previous year's budget. So basically, this can never happen again. If um, if Trump's like, I'm not going to sign a budget, you're going to give me my wall, they're all like, nope, stop stupidity, I, old budget's automatically renewed, you get nothing. No damn disaster. Well, my two, my two favorite things going on right now, um, so number one was the weird attempt before they reopened the government by Trump and Wilbur Ross, the uh, Chamber of Commerce Secretary, the yep. weird attempt to start the French Revolution. Yeah, uh, that's my uh, French Revolution news, which is coming yeah. up next. Wilbur, Wilbur Ross, on TV, had America's top money guy was like, I don't know why Americans are using food banks. They can just take out loans from regular banks. 
Yeah, yeah. You're telling Americans to take out high-interest loans to buy food. Funny enough, guillotine futures started going up on the Dow right after he said that. Yeah, right. Then it's, I guess, maybe it was Wilbur Ross invested in guillotines. <laughs> He's just like, I've put all my money in guillotine machines. Uh, I don't see and, anything wrong happening here. And, and then Trump. And so then another old white man comes on and just goes, well, I don't know why. You know, because the grocers are working right along with the federal employees, meaning that you can go get groceries until the shutdown ends. Right, what? That's not how that works. You still have I'm, to pay them for it. I'm going to start yelling, are you a rich old white man? Then sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you don't know how the world works, and you should not be in government. You should be, you know what? We'll set aside a portion of the country. You be rich. You go live there. You don't have any other say in the government. We want your that, tax money. We want you to shut I'm... the fuck up. That's why I'm so excited for Space Cortez, because she has actually lived in the real world, yeah. and now she has all this power. You know what? She probably did well, a lot. not that much power, but enough, enough. She had Mitch McConnell running from her, so that's funny. You know what I imagine that she uh, she does quite a bit? Huh. Shops for groceries. Yeah, I bet she knows you don't need an ID to buy groceries. Well, you know what? Carrots, you know what? yeah, here's my you, ID. You don't need an ID because the grocers are working right along with you. <laughs> like, that is some fucking insane rich people shit that, like, the grocer will understand that you don't have any money. <laughs> no, no. Fuck you. That's not how capitalism That's... works. Well, I mean, they might understand, but that doesn't mean they'll give them to you, because that you means know, they have to pay for them, and they can't afford that shit. They work at a grocery store. You know what? During the shutdown, I don't know about groceries. Maybe the Second Amendment people can do something about that, okay? Right. Now, the real fucking crime here is that all these federal employees who work essential goddamn jobs, they can't afford to miss a single paycheck, or suddenly they're having to get food at homeless shelters. It's like, holy shit, why are we paying people so little money that they can't, that they have to live paycheck to paycheck when what they do for a living is work essential services? And like then on top the IRS, of that, like the TSA. And so then on top of that, these basically these people that are holding the country together with poverty and patriotism uh, have now been kicked in the nuts um... And so now, why would anybody work for the federal government if you know that at any point you can they can just stop paying you? This is yeah. so. Even though they reopen the government, the ramifications for this is going to have an echo effect. Like it's going to be like two, like a train slamming on brakes and all the other cars crashing into it or ripples it's, in a pond. Uh, we don't know, and we don't have the fucking data to know how bad this is going to be because the government's been shut down. They haven't been collecting fucking data. Yeah, I mean, the beauty part is that Trump's already lost his biggest base, which is um, non-college-educated white males. Like, that was that was his key demographic, right? And he has less than 50% of them that are in favor of him now during this shutdown. And also, his general approval ratings has hit, like, the toilet. And even people that are in favor of the shutdown to force a wall dropped all the way to 7%. Only 7% of Americans was in favor of that. That's not even his 35% base. The thing about the wall, put it through Congress. Try to vote on it. That's how you do things like that. But to shut down the government because you want well, your wall money... Yeah. You know what? Yeah, if you put it through if you want a wall, you put it through Congress and the Senate and it passes, well then that's how we make laws like him or hate him. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But the one thing he did manage to do, he did have a resounding victory uh um this uh this this week. And oh. I, I say it in such a way that it's like when uh somebody, you know, 
uh, with a really shitty person, they have a victory by like you know uh, beating their kids. Um, <laughs> he managed he managed to get his transgender in the military band to stay. Yeah. I guess while it's debated, I don't think it's finalized yet. But basically, Correct. if you're trans, they military, they kick you out. So what? yeah, so fucking Trump has just cost nine thousand more people their jobs on top of the nearly a million federal employees that weren't working goes to the shutdown. He goes and fires nine thousand more, which military... also makes America a less safe place because these are the people that are defending it. We have and now all... they're out of jobs because Trump's a piece of shit. We have an all volunteer army. Our recruitment levels are at an all time low. We're embroiled in endless foreign wars. You want as many Americans as you can get into the goddamn fucking army. Why are you now kicking out trans people? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's, I mean, Jesus Christ, I don't even understand why he would do this, because one of the very few high-profile uh, transgender people, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, was on his side during the election. She actually well, was for him. Don't and, be fooled. Don't be fooled by Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner's an asshole. That was my whole point. She's the worst representation of a group that desperately needs strong representation. Yes, and anyway, so... Uh, by the way, uh, listeners, our Skype died like halfway through that, so I'm a bit thrown off right now. I feel like I'm going to get yelled at for calling Caitlyn Jenner an asshole, but like, I think she's well, a fucking asshole. Well, she is, yeah. I mean, but she was an asshole because she supported him for no reason. Like, I'd never understood what that was. Well, she thought that he would be a, a defender of LGBT rights, and no. No, no, no like, everyone no. could tell you I'll that tell you what he it wouldn't is. be. I'll tell you exactly what it is. These dumb motherfuckers thought that he would be a defender of their fucking money because they all got big stacks of money. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, she is an old white lady, so she definitely cl clutches her pearls like any other old yeah. white asshole. Rich white people, man. Fucking rich white people. Uh, I will say one of my students, and God bless him, I want to frame this and put it, this quote on a wall. We learned about uh, after the Civil War, after the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments passed, to give... Uh, black men the, at least the right to be made everybody citizens and gave black men the right to vote and then Jim Crow laws came in to take that away and one of my kids go why why the fuck why are white people so salty like they got everything and then they don't want anybody to have anything else on top of they already have everything and I go yeah, yeah. you're fucking right man I don't know why as a white person myself I don't really feel salty and want other people not to have things, but apparently I'm in the minority as far as white people in history go. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at how white people vote, we're definitely in the vast minority. I mean, we're white males from southeast Georgia that are Democrats. That's like finding a, I don't know, uh, something rare in another place. I was about to say diamond in the rough, but I didn't want to make <laughs> it sound so noble as Aladdin. I was going to say, like, that's finding a thing in a thing stack. Yeah, yeah, that's finding a, a thing you wouldn't expect to find in a stack of things that's not generally what you would expect. Exactly. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I, but, I, and, uh, I, don't, I don't know how I didn't end up doing meth in a trailer wearing a MAGA hat. I don't understand that. I mean, I'm sure we dodged the bullet just barely. Like, we were about to go make fun of a, a Native American at a rally, but, like, something distracted us that was glittery, and we just went off and made fun of something else less offensive. You know what distracted me? So now me? We're, we're just horrible people towards something else. That's... You know what I think got me? What's that? I think Goosebumps. Maybe. I read those, too. I, think I used if, to read all of those. Yeah, I think if Goosebumps by R.L. Stein like... had not fallen into my lap in third grade and turned me into a voracious reader... 
You know, I really like Monster Blood because one of them had a giant hamster in it. Um, I like the one, what was it called, The Day of the Mutant? I remember The Day of the Mutant. What was that about? It was about, a, I think, a book that a book that came to life? I don't remember. Anyway, point being... Oh, uh, um, was that about the superhero? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my whole point is I think that maybe reading made all the difference. Finding accessible books that I liked a lot and having a family that encouraged yeah. book reading, you know? Yeah, st- strange how uh, Trump supporters don't tend to be readers. I-, I know that that's not like a hard and fast rule, but it does seem to be well, a the, trend. Well, the problem is, there are the, the, so here's the issue too, and I, I don't like to categorize them all as like, I'm dumb and I had a baby with my sister and it didn't come out right. <laughs> there are a lot. Of, there are a lot of like very smart. I know a lot of people. I know people with multiple master's degrees that are very very smart that like support Trump. Um, and I honestly think well, that it's just. I mean, once a, your income bracket reaches like the upper echelons, it starts to make more sense that you would support him because yeah. basically he rubber stamps everything the GOP gives him, which gives uh, rich people a huge advantage. I think, yeah, I think these people initially thought that it was going to be good monetarily, which didn't turn out that way. But they're still not feeling the effects. Because the Um, the early news about Trump was so insanely negative that it was easy to think, oh, this is just a giant worldwide conspiracy hit piece. But no, he really was that bad and worse. Maybe he should have paid attention. I think he's losing people based on, A, people that are actually feeling the squeeze from his policies, and also, B, people that are smart enough to look at this stuff and go, oh, this is fucked. Yeah, but there's I mean, still a I'll... few people. There are still a few people that aren't that smart, but have not been hit yet, and so they still support him because they don't understand, you know. Or, or, or they're like in that one meme where the bike guy b- falls off the bicycle and he's like, "Fucking Democrats!" Yeah, that too. They, 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 they don't realize that their their Trumper sickle is uh, not the Democrats' fault. It keeps hitting them in the balls. Yeah. Um, so, so we were uh, we, we were talking uh, about Roger Stone got arrested. By oh, but way, first, uh, French Revolution news part two. Oh yeah, so then Trump, yeah, we well, did we lose all did we did we lose all that? No, 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 we still have all that. I just hadn't brought up uh, Laura Trump. Oh no, what did what the fuck did Laura Trump say? So that's uh, Eric Trump's wife is uh, running back to my notes. So she said, look, we get that this shutdown's unfair to you, and you might be experiencing a little bit of pain, but this is so much bigger what Trump is doing than uh, any one person, okay? So this was um, really what uh, Twitter was calling a uh, let them eat cake moment, where this rich lady whose kids will never go hungry in her life, her kids Mm, will never miss a meal. Never say never, you know? It's crazy how things can change, empires can fall. Yeah, I mean, and... if she loses everything, but I mean, for all intents and Look, purposes. Here's my thing: I'm not too her kids horn. never her kids never have gone hungry, and as far as she knows, they never will. She's never experienced well, a real problem in her on. life let from me... her point of view. Let me lay this out for you. I'm just gonna say right now: Look. Just, just because in the future horrible things could happen to her doesn't mean that right now her cognition of the world is not everything's butterflies and rainbows i'm just saying look when we're all riding go-karts in the desert fighting for gasoline and water uh there is no fucking way that her family is going to beat me to that gasoline uh and also i'm going to yeah, they've never so... experienced real problems <laughs> yeah uh, I'm just saying, like, look, lady, uh, I'm not the toughest guy on the block, but uh, you're sure as hell not going to win the fist fight with me uh, over the fucking moldy bread scraps that we found <laughs> at the same time in a garbage can. It's my rat. Yeah, you're going. You're going. Yeah, you're going down. That's my rat. 
You're going to lose that fight over that fucking half a rat that I'm going to eat. You want my half a rat? You're losing a finger, and I'm going to eat that finger. I'm going to eat the equivalent out of your hand if you get this rat. So either you want your <laughs> hand, you want the rat. What do you want? Well. Uh, but yeah, no, it's exactly. like I talked to somebody the other day, and I go, so here's my analogy, right, with rich people. So they don't understand because they're rich. All right, it's the same way in mythology. You know how vampires are generally like very wanton and very cruel and indifferent towards human suffering? Yeah. It's because... In mythology, vampires are powerful and immortal, and if there is no end to your life and you have lived a long time, then you don't value life, right? The only value for life is to know that there is death at the end of it. But if you don't die, you don't value life at all. So if there's no end to your money because you've always been rich, you don't value money and understand the struggle to get it. Right. You yes, can't I can understand see that. why. Yeah, you can't understand why everybody isn't just like... You know why? Why don't why don't people just tell the butler to go get, uh, food? And if the grocery store doesn't want to give, you talk to that owner and tell him. You know the head of the company, and he'll you better turn those groceries over. There'll be a stern talking to at the board <laughs> meeting. You know, like I don't understand yeah. why they can't just choose to be rich. If they're not rich, then just throw their money into uh, stocks, and then and certain investments and they'll have money it's easy why aren't they just using i don't understand why don't they just just... a small load of a million dollars why don't they just use the investments that their father gave them and then marry the son of the person whose father gave them a huge investment and then you'll be wealthy yep because here's the thing i'm tired of hearing anything from people that don't have why the fuck am i ever listening to trump jr why the fuck is his wife talking like What's next? The fucking Trump family dog? Like, uh, the Trump family dog came on to say about the crisis? Why the... Who, who gives a shit? He's a fucking dog. Like, what the fuck? Do, he's a rich dog. What the fuck does he know? Like, That's okay. He's probably next on the indictment. He's probably going to be one of the next people to be indicted soon. Well, here's the other thing, too. I say Him that, but then our own... Our, Wilbur Ross doesn't know shit, and he's in charge of things. Yeah, there's that, too. So who knows? Maybe we should listen to Trump's fucking daughter-in-law, because apparently she knows as much as the goddamn Secretary of Commerce. Yep. Fucking but, idiots. But the silver lining of it all was that today was a Muller Friday. Oh yeah, that was good. So, like... From the fucking wee hours of the morning, before the sun even rose, the FBI was kicking in Roger Stone's door and hauling his ass off to prison. Or at least before the magistrate. Wasn't Roger Stone the one that talked mad shit about refusing to testify and all this stuff and was Trump's like number one dude and yeah. like was like is... Trump's strategist for years and has a Nixon tattoo and this that and yes, the other? Yes, he has a huge Nixon tattoo on his back and um, it's going to be his tramp stamp in prison, you realize. Yeah, I guess when he's getting hammered, I hope someone look, likes looking at, in, into Tricky Dick's <laughs> eyes. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for his cellmate. Oh, Mr. uh, Mr. Stone, I don't like this at all. (laughs) But he was the uh, the linchpin between uh, WikiLeaks and uh, Trump. Uh, Roger Stone hooked up a lot of stuff between them. He uh, did a lot of the coordinating between them. He's, um, and of course, according to... There's a really good Roger Stone quote that I go, is everybody an incompetent criminal in this thing? Um, yeah. when the WikiLeaks stuff was hacking people's emails, uh, remember John Podesta, uh, Hillary Clinton's, was that her, her campaign manager? Yeah. 
uh, Roger Stone was quoted as going like, don't worry, it's going to be Podesta's turn in the barrel next. And then they dropped a bunch of Podesta's hacked emails. And now he's like, oh, I was being mischaracterized. And they go, yeah, sounds like me, you're being mischaracterized in the same way that someone's like, don't worry about the First National Bank, they'll get robbed next. And then the First National Bank gets robbed next. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people have been putting out an image of Roger Stone today with him in a barrel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It looks like it's his turn in a barrel. Yep. So uh, keep in mind that U.S. intelligence is pretty much in full agreement that WikiLeaks is nothing more than a Russia propaganda site. Yeah. So him connecting Trump to WikiLeaks is a direct link between uh, Trump, the Trump campaign, and colluding with the Russians to sway the election. Yep. That's what they were doing whenever they were releasing all of Padista's emails, which, by the way, nothing was ever found in all those emails, but it looked shady how they just kept releasing new emails every day for, like, 30 days. It was like the first Padista batch, the second, the third, the fourth, all the way up to the election day, right? Well, remember, nothing ever came from any of them, but the deplorables were all like, oh, they're winning! Well, remember, it's not... It's So the game of, of, of misinformation, there's a lot of stuff with it. It's not... It's not just about like leaking secrets. There's there's ways to like leak disinformation so that like things that should be true that aren't, which will sway some people. There's just information overload where you drop a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe it looks bad, but there's not really anything there. Like so there's a lot of different ways you can do it. If you use them all, it can be very disorienting right up till an election. Coupled with their use of social media and not only the Russian bots spreading lies, but then all the more all the old people, by the way, who they found like a study shows that most fake news is spread by old people. Yeah. Because um, they just see uh, a meme and it just is like, oh my God, Hillary eats children. And then they yeah, just, and then they, they resend it. Yeah. So they know how to phrase things, which would make most people look at it and go, well, this is clearly wrong. Old people are like, ah, it speaks to me somehow. Yeah. Like lumpy. So those those things, like, yeah, those really uh, those really tie, uh, tie things together. Uh, it also... Can make, Fun fact, did you know that uh, Alex Jones was implemented in um, Roger Stone's indictments? That's what I was so excited about. Please, this is what I'm waiting for. Tell me. Tell me about it. Lay it on my ears. I'm waiting. Uh, Alex Jones, uh, like a couple weeks ago even, was foreseeing Roger Stone being arrested soon. And he was like losing his shit saying you know, that he's pretty sure that he's going to get tied to this as a Russian agent. And he's like, I'm not a Russian agent! Fuck you! But so far... <laughs> Said the Russian agent. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> in the indictment, WikiLeaks is referred to as Organization One. Uh, Jeremy Corsi is uh, person. No, I mean Organization One is WikiLeaks. Person One is Jeremy Corsi, and Person Two is clearly Alex Jones. I was just talking about when uh, Person One was on Person Two's radio show, and when uh, other people that were involved with like, WikiLeaks was on um, Person Two's radio show. Oh, they seemed God. really, really interested in how Person Two communicated with these people. It's so good. You know what? And why uh, would they mask his... Now, if you look at the um, the dates, it all matches up perfectly, so it's clearly Jones. But why would they re why would they not refer to him by name if he's not going to be relevant in the, in the investigation later? Because he's about to be indicted? I don't know. Could could be. That could be it. Um, we'll I'm see. really... Look, I don't even care. I don't even care if Alex Jones is guilty or not. It's just, just funny that he's freaking out. I know. I just want to see him framed. I just, I, I just, Alex Jones live from prison. His yeah. fucking, his fucking prison conspiracy, like just like, and they're trying to poison the food to make me gay. I'm not Russian.
Um, <laughs> oh my god. Because anything that makes Alex Jones freak out, because he's already so close to the edge, he's so mentally unstable. Um, I think is it all the brain flakes that he's eating? The tactical bath and the brain flakes? Do you think he actually uses his own products, or I is think... he like smart enough not to know? Not no, to? he seems crazy enough that he's probably just like just loading up on brain flakes between takes. I don't know. It was like what we were saying about Hannity earlier. Is he really that dumb? Well, okay, Hannity clearly is. But, I mean, like, I know Judge Janine's not as dumb as she pretends to be on TV. That is a character that she's playing. Well, Hannity, but I don't I know think... about Alex Jones. Like, he has said in court that he's playing a character, but that doesn't mean he really believes it just because he's admitted it. Um, I think I Hannity's know. dirty. Hannity might even be compromised. Just the way that he's Maybe. weaseled and hung and, on to... It's and so the... funny watching him uh, spin the whole Trump thing today. What was he blaming it on? Because usually he just starts going, the FISA, the FISA warrants, <laughs> the FISA war, the FISA warrants. And I'm like, no one cares about the FISA warrants, man. Come on, come up with something else. Before we get to him, I want to talk about some of Trump's other uh, supporters. Some of his most ardent supporters have been losing their shit today. Some well, of them, well, like Ann Coulter he... is cursing well, the thing, her head the thing off about, online. The thing about Hannity is he's doing that thing where he but, knows that he's fucked, right? Right. So you see it, like, someone gets caught by the cops, and they get, like, a fucking ton of drugs, right? And they try to go, like, ah, oh, well, like, well, you see, like, um, because, like, this isn't even legal. You can't even, you can't even look in my car, you know, because this isn't even my car. I, I yeah, know. I saw a, a thing the other day. Florida man tried to stop a, uh, a cop from uh, searching his car by locking his keys in them. Can't lock it now. Keys are in them. Or you can't search it now. Keys are locked in the car. What did the cop do? Yeah, he got it, one of those things that lets him unlock the door. Oh, he slim, he slim jimmed it? I mean yeah. that that's not a bad idea because if you don't give if you don't give uh, what do you call it? Um, so the cop wasn't going to search it until he did that, and then that gave him oh. probable cause to search it. Ew. I yeah. The cop was like, "I'm going to search," and he goes, "I don't I don't give you permission." And then like, um, but yeah, like so yeah, he basically he's trying to like he's trying to invalidate the whole investigation on like a minor technicality, and I go, Jack, it doesn't matter when they find kilos of coke in your car, you don't get off on going. Well, they had no probable cause to search my car. Yeah, but they, found, rights. but they found a dead woman and kilos <laughs> of coke. I, I don't think any judge is going to be like, well, you're right. Didn't have any right to look in there. I guess we have to pretend this crime never happened. Like, If they walk up to it and they can just see it through the windshield, that's considered you know public, right? Because it's within the viewing public. And if yeah. they just see it, then that's probable cause. But that's so Hannity's that, whole they thing. They wouldn't have the right. Hannity's trying to be like, there's got to be a linchpin. There's got to be a precedent. Someone get me a law book. Show me. Show me a law book where it says President Trump specifically cannot do these things. <laughs> How do the laws say that? Yeah, exactly. He's trying to like my cousin Vinny this case. If you've never seen the movie, it's great. But basically, they kind of use it's. They use the they destruct the whole. They deconstruct the whole case to prove innocence. And so he's trying to like deconstruct everything. We're like, well, does it specifically say that Trump cannot? Then show me the law that says Trump can't. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, fuck him. So, but yeah, so Ann Coulter's losing her shit. Yep, she is like. She's mostly attacking him on the Roger Stone thing this morning, but she doesn't care about that. She cares about the border thing. She is super. She's a super racist, um, I guess, middle-aged lady, and she does not want Mexicans coming into country. So as soon as he buckled on that, she just started spamming Twitter with um, things like, "Oh, so you're saying this morning, you know, why isn't the uh, who tipped CNN off about the whole thing?" Because that's what um, 
that's the new conspiracy theory. Who tipped CNN off to uh, record the Roger Stone raid? Mueller did, but whatever. And Coulter's like, well, you could just call the FBI into your office and ask them. And she's just being super snarky in all caps like that, Adam. Uh, there's some other better tweets, but that's just the one that stood out to me. So I didn't but realize the... that Coulter was born in New York, raised in Connecticut, and uh, studied history at Cornell. Um, which is, how did she become such a monster, or is it all a character? I don't know. I'm not sure. There was one person I was reading, though, Mike uh, Cer Cernovich who uh, said, Trump is a broken man. It's over for him. I'm vicariously embarrassed for Hannity and others who have to spend this pathetic and weak display. We are now taking calls... Uh, yeah, we're now taking calls to talk about the Commander and Soy's blathering speech today. The last thing should tip you off, though, the Commander and Soy part, that's actually how this person talks because uh, Mike or Cernovich is 100% deplorable, right? He yeah. is... He, he is one of those alt-right, like heavy, hard alt-right type people who believe in uh, things like soy boys or whatever. That's just who he is. And even today, he has lost all faith in Trump. So that is amazing. Well, that's going to hurt more than anything else, I think, is seeing his, his beloved friends and his only positive media call him a wimp. Yeah, the the alt right is alt right as I like to call them is just melting down over this. It's amazing. Good. And it, throughout it all, Hannity finally came on the TV, and I was like, "Give you know, lay it on me, Hannity. Let me know how you're gonna spin this." And Hannity had one of the most defeated displays I've ever seen, where he said, "Trump didn't lose. The left is trying to spin this as a win because he hasn't got what he wanted yet, but he'll get it. You'll see. He'll get it. The left didn't win. Don't worry." I'm like, really? That's the angle you're going with? Okay. Um, I mean, if I was fucking Hannity, I would just go full Alex Jones and just start <laughs> screaming about, like, I'm not a Russian agent! Get out of my head! They're turning our walls gay! <laughs> the walls are gay! Frogs! The walls are gay and they're closing in! <laughs> <laughs> like, man, he's really fucking losing it. Fucking the gay uh, walls uh, are closing in. I can't take it. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. It's been... So I guess we both lost our bet. How many paychecks did you say last time you thought they would lose before they reopen? I thought that it was going to be like mid-March when uh, the Mueller investigation dropped and McConnell was like, oh, well, this is it. And then he just sort of how know, many... ended the shutdown and kicked Trump to the curve. How many checks did I say? Was it three? I, I don't recall. I feel like it was like three. So my whole thing was I didn't think about how badly this affects the FAA and how we were basically going to have to ground air flight in the United States. Yeah, because, um, you know, this was only, like, wave one of problems. There were about to be a hell of a lot more really, really bad things coming if this kept going. Like, yeah. even February 1st, the TSA was going to go on strike across America, right? Like, yeah. knowing that the TSA was going to work, so that would ground every airplane. Yeah, that's and what today, I'm saying. And today, one airplane shut, or one air, airport. airport shut down. They shut down LaGuardia, which is, like, you have two major airports in New York City. You have LaGuardia and JFK. Yeah, and, and they shut one news. down, yeah. and that was fucking... You know, yeah, that would a big... put a hell of a lot more pressure on the GOP than anything else. Yeah, big fucking deal. Uh, so uh, that's why yeah. that's why McConnell, who probably saw that coming, went ahead and last night told Trump, you know, I'll carry it over. So you know, how much tolerance does he have for uh, Trump's bullshit? Turns out, thirty-five days worth. Oh, he stopped this shit right before it really exploded. Um, it's still the stupidest shutdown in the history of, uh, although America. I still think it might have been a Russian con job to get us to, like, our cybersecurity is fucked right now, like, 
all our all our defenses were down. So like, who knows what the fuck they could be doing right now? Like, with just no one knows. You know. Yep. But uh, Trump, this is the continuing resolution only lasts for three weeks, and then Trump's like, and then we'll see, we'll see what happens, folks. I'll tell you what's gonna happen. He's gonna keep kicking the can down the road because McConnell's not gonna let this bullshit repeat. What they're gonna do is they're gonna get that fucking spending bill and they're gonna pass it with like a hundred percent. Uh, with McConnell also holding a gun to the back of Trump's head. Um, and no, it you're going to sign it this time, aren't you, son? Yeah. Or just like maybe with a gun to like Eric's head or something. I don't know. Which one does he care about? Uh, Trump Jr. He doesn't care about Eric. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't shoot Eric. <laughs> oh, no. It's disaster. Okay, I'm going to go have a cheeseburger as he walks out of the room like he did with uh, Paul Ryan. Turns yeah. on the TV. Dad, where are you going? Oh, he's going to shoot me, son. Shut up, son. I can't hear. <laughs> I can't up. hear SpongeBob. I was going to oh, say. Oh, who lives in a pineapple under shut, the sea. Sh- shut up. Trump Jr. is on TV. Shut up, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, want to listen no, to father. my. I want to listen to my only son. Doesn't matter to him. It's almost as bad as when Tiffany's in the room, or as Trump calls her. Who is this? Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! What a fucking. This isn't the hot daughter. I don't want this one in here. Um. Well. Yep. I guess we're, yeah, we're way over time. Yeah, we're over time. Under budget. Or over budget? I don't know. You know, the shutdown didn't just hurt Federal Works. It hurt us, it hurt us too. I don't know if you guys yeah, know this, but... We didn't get paid the entire time the shutdown yeah. was happening. So here, here are those muckrakers. Uh, in, what was it, 53 episodes? Yeah, yeah. 53 52. episodes. We have 52 not been, episodes. 52. We have not been paid yet. So uh, if you'd like to change that, write to your local congressman and have them cut us a check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We don't we'll have take a pay- our uh, $5.7 billion in cash or in gold bars. If it's we- in gold bars, send it to Wesley, because that fuck. would be funny. I was going to say, fuck you, I don't want gold bars. That shit's heavy, man. Just send it in a fucking bank transfer. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's the easiest way. Just Venmo me. Just Venmo me the money. I, I want Wesley to receive $5.7 billion worth of gold bars, and then he has to like drive them to us. Guys, I yeah. can only take so many, and then my car starts to break down. Can I just have a little bit of gold to, to fix the muffler? It's dragging again. No, no. Wesley, you'll drag us the bars with your beat-up car. Here's some here's some coat oh, hangers. Okay. Now get to it. Pull yourself <laughs> up by your bootstraps. Um, yeah. But uh, wire, yeah, wire the muffler back up again and keep driving us our bars. So okay. one of the things we keep forgetting to do at the end of the episode is, uh, if you listened and you liked, please go on right now, uh, subscribe and like and leave us a review. We hate asking this, but we really need them so that we can break, uh, we can break some records and maybe get like maybe get like ten listeners, maybe get twenty, and who knows where we'll be from there. Uh, additionally, uh, Patrick, um, you wanted to pitch uh, your online books that people will buy because you are a writer and a fantastic one. Tell us where we can find those and what the names of those are. What should they be reading? All right, so this is uh, this is something actually published on uh, Amazon Kindle back in uh, twenty eleven. They are. It is the uh, Everyone's Legend series. It's just a series of novels about robots, and they um, they beat shit up in space. It's kind of funny. It's so designed to be a comedy, but everyone dies. It's great. So everyone's Legends. Uh, what would? How would they? So you go on Kindle. You go on Amazon. Look up Everyone's if Legends. Go, if you go on Amazon, you can look up Everyone's Legends. The book is right there uh, on Kindle, and they're Who's like three fifty each. What's the? What does the author part say? Uh, WP Thrift. WP Thrift. And then there's also, you wrote a book under another pseudonym called Standing Up in the Age of Terrorism, which right, is William also Thrift. quite good. And it's under William Thrift. 
Go online, uh, look those up. Um, we'll put links to them uh, in the description of the episode as well. Uh, so if you love us, man, support us so you can get more of this. There's more stuff we want to do, but we're trying to find the time and the money since we all work very extremely long day jobs. Yes, yes, it's awful. Like, we just work all day. But uh, Peter here had, like, what was it, 30 boxes of uh, tests to grade today? It was the worst. I had a great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Regents Week, so all I'm doing is watching kids take tests and grading tests, so it's been a wonderful week for me. I know. I wanted to spin it as though you had a rough week. No, no, no. But like I said, we could always use yeah. the support. Spend the yeah, go, go, on, yeah. go on iTunes in particular and give us a rating. We still don't have enough ratings to have like an average rating. We've had three people rate us. The best way you can support us is or by giving us by giving us a four. rating, and if you want to help support us monetarily, the best way you can support us is to go out and buy uh, one of our Kindle edition books. Yeah, buy, buy my, my book. My books. Uh, Everyone's Legend and Standing Up in the Age of Terrorism, um, hey. available on Amazon. And Everyone's Legend. There's like nine of them. I'm a uh, actually quite the pl- prolific writer. I've written what is it five million words worth of novels, and only like one and a half millions published. If you want to see so, the rest of them, you have to buy the ones already put out there. Otherwise, right, they're all trunk sh- novels. Or we'll shut down the government. Or we'll shut down the government. I'm Ted Cruz. I'm Ted Cruz. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Yep. Uh, I don't know what to. I don't know. I, we don't have a good ending. I, we never have a good ending. The way. I like it. Um. Yeah, man. Fucking. I don't know why poor. I think that was from. Uh, what was it? Um, Bruce fucking Almighty. Yeah. Bruce Almighty, that's the one. That's the I always like that outro. Crumbles. Yeah. That's the way uh-huh, uh-huh, I it. I used I was to be actually, able to do that a lot better. But I was actually I doing Bruce Almighty impressions the other day in the shower. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, in the pull, shower. And I was you're just pulling doing, the moon towards you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was doing the, uh, what do you call it, the thing where that guy has the attack on, on air where he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was uh, watching Cinema Sins the other day, and... Um, they were doing the one for uh, Avengers 3, and they were like, plus two points for using the Bruce Almighty moon as a projectile, as um, Thanos was like throwing the planet at everyone. Nice. Well, shall we'll we... Take, we'll take two sins off for doing that, or however they shall put it. Shall we stop it and ship it out? Yeah, are we going to include all this in the episode? No. No? What he doesn't know is I totally am. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Reconnection is poor. All right, we'll reconnect, motherfucker. You cocksucker. Don't know what that means, but the connection is poor. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? Goddamn poor connection. I keep singing my song about how Venmo sucks. <laughs>